the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor. And uh, I want to point to an article that we published, uh, I wrote about a year ago. And it is uh, headlined, Are Ohio Schools Being Transparent with Parents and Taxpayers on Transgender Policies? Since President Joe Biden tried to include gender identity and sexual orientation in federal Title IX protections, schools have allowed students to use opposite-sex bathrooms, play sports, and dress according to their gender identity as their policies aren't clear on the matters. Oftentimes they play the shell game and try to confuse you and say, well, if you read the policy, it's, it's posted online. It, it tells you what it is. But then when you really ask hardcore, like, well, what is going on? Often they'll answer and go, well, we can't really out a student. We can't talk about their you know, health care, their, their, their mental health, so on and so forth. Uh, but we wrote that Ohio's fifth largest school district uh, circulated transgender guidelines uh, to principals in 2021. And that district is Olentangy Local School District, by the way telling them they should direct staff to start a conversation with students as early as kindergarten if they notice the student showing, quote, a possible gender identity expression that is misaligned with their gender assigned at birth that is disruptive to their education. However, the guidelines didn't define disruptive or misaligned. And uh, an eight-year-old student then, coincidentally, uh, from the same district, went home last spring and told a parent, today something weird happened. We went in to use the bathroom and there was a little boy dressed as a girl. This is the stuff that's going on, and this is the stuff that schools are uh, pretending that they have to enact because of Biden's uh, Title IX directives. And dozens of students walked out of Elida High School yesterday as a result. And joining us to talk about it is Kelly Coles. Uh, Kelly, uh, Dr. Kelly Coles, actually. Uh, Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Uh, How are you this morning? I'm great, and thank you so much for the invite to talk about this. It's a subject that needs to be talked about and made open to the public. So what can you, let's, let's just, uh, first of all, I want to let listeners know my phone blew up yesterday. And I mean, for 10 minutes, it was direct messages, phone calls, text messages. Uh, and, and I didn't know what was going on. A lot of them were coming from 419 area code numbers. I'm thinking, what's going on? And all of it had to do with what happened at Elida High School. So give our listeners uh, a, an understanding of what happened yesterday in Elida. Well, for many months, the school has, uh, well, probably last couple of years, but for many months, the students have expressed concern and fear and actually terror over what's happening in their bathrooms and locker rooms. Uh, the girls are being tormented by um, at least one student who comes into their bathroom and lingers, and they feel like they're being stalked. And they're expressing themselves to the board, to the administration, and they're doing nothing to protect our girls. 
so girls and the boys, the boys said it yesterday too as they were walking out, they're sick and tired of this gender confusion, so-called gender confusion, interfering with their private spaces. They should be able to trust that their private spaces remain sex, you know, uh, specific. So the students decided on their own, nobody urged them to do this. They decided on their own that they're going to do a walkout. Now these districts have spent 12 years, <laughs> in many cases, convincing students to be activists. So these students are activating, they're doing what they're coaxed to do by the school district as part of their curriculum, and they said, we're gonna walk out. We're gonna show this school board and these administrators that this is not okay with us. We're terrified to go into our own bathroom and locker rooms. This shouldn't be the case. So they decided to walk out. But what was happening was just unbelievable to everybody outside waiting for the students because they told us they were going to do it. So we were waiting outside to encourage them to continue to voice their uh, opinion and their values and their principles. But there were administrative staff standing at the doors telling them that if they go outside, they will be reprimanded, that they will be punished, and they will get what the kids call Tuesday, Thursday, which is uh, detention on Tuesday and Thursday. So what I'm hearing, and Dr. So Coles, said, if I may yeah, real quick, go ahead. we want you to be political activists. No, 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 not that activism. No, 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 not that cause. No, no, no. We get to tell you what your political uh, activism looks like. Uh, we want you to be diverse, equitable, and inclusive. Well, let's talk about Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. He's too divisive. Not, not that inclusive. I mean, this is, this is almost comical. Go ahead. It is comical, and it's just the opposite of what they're teaching them to be. They're teaching them to be activists. So when the students activate for their causes, which they should, they should voice their own opinions and be able to do that, they're getting punished. And they were told not to go outside. And that if they went outside, they would be punished. So many of them stayed inside and stayed in the cafeteria. Those that were walking out, and there was about 40 or 50 of them that were walking out anyway. They were going to take the punishment. But they were walking out, and they were told that nobody's outside waiting for you by the assistant principal. Who then we went in, and we asked them, you know, why aren't you letting these kids out? Why are you telling them that nobody's outside, which is untrue? He said, I never said that. The student was standing right there with us saying, he just said that. Two of them said he just So he's said lying. That. So, so he's he lying. Was, he was fibbing to all of us, we're, telling the students there's nobody out there waiting for you, and then telling us that he never said that. And they said, yes, he did. Oh, my goodness. So it was unbelievable to us that people would be adults, would be so, I, I don't know, oppressive, oppressive to these young students just trying to get themselves heard, that they're terrified of these bathroom situations that they've put in their place. We're upset about the biological boys and girls' bathrooms, said freshman Charisma Acroy, who was one of the first students to walk out Monday. The school board hasn't been listening. Now, I understand that they actually uh, didn't pass a levy in that district because of this bathroom policy. Now, board president Brenda Stocker, mm-hmm. Uh, who faces re-election today, said the policy keeps a lie to the policy that allows, uh, you know, X, XY chromosome boy to be in an XX chromosome female space. Uh, keeping that policy in a lie to schools uh, keeps them in compliance with federal case law established by the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. 
violating case law puts the district at risk of a lawsuit, quote, that we would certainly lose. Now, I sent an email message to uh, Board President Stocker. I have not heard back. I'm assuming she's talking about the Blau versus uh, Fort Thomas Public School District case from 2005, which we could have a nice discussion on. Um, but uh, do you think do you think this kind of thing spells disaster for her reelection campaign? I think it, it spells disaster for that, but it also spells disaster for any levy coming out, uh, you know, that they want to have passed because they're they're absolutely wrong, and everybody knows that the Eleventh Circuit Court ruled that the private spaces are to be a single sex that gender that Title IX does not address gender, that Title IX is specific to one-sex bathrooms, one-sex locker rooms. So the 11th Circuit Court did something very different than the 6th. So for them to pick and choose the court cases that they're using means that somebody's either uninformed or complicit in this terrorizing of students. Well, I would would point back to, and I'm going to be very careful here, uh, the article that we wrote last year, we we showed Olentangy Local School District, Dublin, Hilliard, Brunswick. These are places where there's a, a law firm in Columbus that's telling them, hey, this Sixth Circuit Court case makes it okay. Well, no, it doesn't. You, you're right. The Eleventh Circuit Court said that private, private spaces should be for single sex only, but they don't want to acknowledge that. The same type of legal argument these attorneys are making is that, well, that Bostock case that had to do with the hiring and firing of employees – applies to this, you know, transgender. No, it doesn't. And the Supreme Court actually said that. So to me, it seems like administrators, superintendents are getting some bad legal advice. Now, I'm not an attorney, but I think that's part of the case. Uh, We're actually, unfortunately, out of time. Uh, Dr. Kelly Coles, thank you for telling us uh, about what's going on there in Elida. We'll keep our eyes peeled on that race today and uh, come back and visit us soon, okay? I will. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM. The answer up next at 11.50. It's Brandon Hogue, candidate for Big Walnut School Board. You don't want to miss him. Stay tuned to The Bruce Woolley Show. I feel like I'm providing legal analysis today, and I didn't mean to go down this road, but I think it's super important. We just talked with Dr. Kelly Coles about the walkout yesterday in Elida, and the school board president there said, hey, we have to keep this policy in place that allows males pretending to be females to use the female restrooms. Otherwise, we're going to lose a court case. Um, and, and so I reached out to that board president and said, well, which Sixth Circuit case are you referring to? I'm assuming it's Blau versus uh, Fort Thomas Public School District. Uh, But newsflash, the 11th Circuit Court in Florida uh, upheld a Florida school district's policy of separating restrooms by biological sex and thus barring transgender students from using facilities consistent with their gender identity. Interesting that the school board president didn't cite that case. Writing for the majority on December 30th of last year, Judge Barbara Lagoa said it was unremarkable that schools were separating restrooms by biological sex for years and were expressly authorized to do so under Title IX. So – Here's what's going on in Elida with the school board president, and I would even guess their legal counselors. What they're saying is, look, if you don't abide by this, you're going to lose a you're going to lose a court case. So what? And what they're trying to make you think is, well, the feds are going to withhold funding. No, there's actually due process and due process is slow. And if you were even found to be in violation, not of a law, because Joe Biden didn't pass a law with Title IX administrative changes. But if you're in violation of that, 
you're given a chance to correct it. They're not going to take away your funding. So stop with the uh, tub thumping, right? School districts pretending that the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals is the only decision on transgender bathroom use. That was in 2005. There's actually a more recent one at the end of 2022 from the 11th Circuit Court. So take that and stick it in your cap. All right. I'm joined right now by Brandon Hogue, and he is a school board candidate for Big Walnut. Welcome back to the Bruce Woolley Show. Brandon, how are you this morning, sir? Doing well, Jack. How are you, sir? I'm super fantastic, locked and loaded, ready for coverage of election night results. But uh, clue us in, man. How's the how's the race going there in Big Walnut? And remind our listeners why they should be pulling the lever for you. We've got a lot of positivity uh, in the community uh, for, for my campaign, uh, for Zach's campaign as well. We just need to get uh, seats on the board that reflect the community's voice. In the 21 race, I mean, we, you know, the, the conservative candidate absolutely smashed the liberal candidate mm-hmm. uh, significantly. The community spoke, and I, I feel like that's going to happen again because people are sick of the same old same that we've been going, the this, this spiral we've been going down with these liberal ideologies seeping into the school system and poisoning the minds of these kids and and people are fed up with it we absolutely need to make a change it's time for the tides to change well you know there and there are two sides to this right there's the the practical side which i'll point to and i'll give you a chance to talk about your platform but it's about using the day wisely you only get a certain number of minutes and hours and what you cover during those minutes and hours impacts how a student learns and and how they achieve and then how you use tax dollars matters. So talk to us about that. Uh, What's your take? So um, I think that the schools have turned into more of like a surrogate parent Mm -hmm. than an education system. And somebody said something to me recently that I'm going to echo. People want their kids educated, not raised. Uh, it was actually my brother that, that told me that. And that resonated with me because, you know, the schools are trying so hard to um, step into people's personal lives when all they need to be doing is educating. Um, in terms of tax dollars, I mean, there, there are certainly ways that we can get creative uh, and use our money appropriately and focus our money where it needs to be focused on, you know, excellent curriculum uh, systems, excellent curriculum programs, mm-hmm. so that these kids can can milk every ounce of, you know, uh, value from what we can provide. And that should probably include trades, right? Because not every student's going to go to college. And by golly, if there's ever a gap in the market right now where you can go to work and go to work almost immediately after some training and make a good buck, isn't it the trades? Oh my gosh, I, there's so many opportunities. I mean, you know, I'm I'm getting on these websites like like GovDeals and Iron Planet, where they liquidate, you know, government uh, hardware, mm-hmm. and it's so, it's so easy to get on there and bid, and you can you can buy stuff for pennies on the dollar. So people are hollering at me saying, "How are you going to fund these?" And I'm thinking, well, we don't have to have of the air equipment right now, and we don't have to have every single trade available in Big Walnut now. We have to build a program. It doesn't just get created overnight, 
and all of a sudden we're not going to have this $25 million program that everybody talks about or $15 million program everybody talks about. But if we build it up, we will get to a point where we have a, you know, a top-notch trades program available to these kids. Um, I'm not expecting to snap my fingers and have it happen tomorrow. I'm expecting to put, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into this and build a program that reflects what the kids need. Yeah, and you judge the value of what you got in terms of what you had to give up to get what you got. And you have to sp- if you have to spend less on things that are not equipping students and move those dollars over to things that are. And isn't it a little foolish to pretend like Intel, Google, Amazon, what's going on just a little bit east of you isn't going to create some additional uh, revenue opportunities for the district? I mean, that is going to be a huge uh, calling for the for the tradespeople in uh, the central Ohio area. I mean, we, we've got to contribute to that by getting these kids on a path where they can be you know, skilled welders. They can be skilled electricians, carpenters. Uh, we need we need project managers that are versed in multi, a multitude of trades. So, yeah, there's going to be a big calling, and there's a huge opportunity for these kids to build a career. Imagine if if you know an 18 year old starts building their career and they can put 30 years in and retire comfortably or 35 years in, and, and retire comfortably at a, at a young age. I mean, nowadays, some people aren't getting started on their careers until they're in their 30s, and they're yep. way behind the eight ball. With, with, with mountains of debt and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and probably a head full of political activism and a hatred for America because, you know, uh, oh, white colonialists and so on and so forth, and don't get me going down that path. But let, real quick, oh, 45 you know, seconds, real quick. Did? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I was going to say 45 seconds. Let me tee it up this way, and then and then we'll let you go. Um, but, but literally 45 seconds. We talk about treating the the mental illness issue in this country, but we want to continue to allow kids to be act, uh, taught by activists in school that if they're boys, they can be girls. And we want to continue to do allow teaching that America is an awful place, and if you're white, um, then you need to pay reparations to other students. Uh, do you think that's something that you'll tackle on the board at, at Big Walnut? You're going to have to because it's, it is such a big issue. Um, I think that this starts at home, and these kids that are being, you know, urged to or not urged, but coaxed into being confused about who they are um, in, the, in the school systems, they have weak leadership at home. About 30 seconds, so Brandon. I, I, I don't know what we need to do. Uh, to get them back on track, but it, it definitely starts at home. I know that for sure. He is Brandon Hogue. He is a candidate for Big Walnut School District. Uh, pull the lever for him and Zach Duffy today as you go out to the polls. Brandon, thank you for spending time with us uh, on the Bruce Willis Show. We look forward to your victory speech tonight. Thank you, sir. Hey, stay tuned to the Bruce Willis Show. Up next at 12.06, we have Mark Clausen, professor of history and law at Cedarville University. He's going to weigh in on the controversial Ohio issue one. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.